Welcome to Keeping It Real, where we feature entrepreneurs and enterprise leaders who share their great ideas in our guest blog, found on ShareYourStories.online. Our guests are Dr. Elizabeth and Dr. Latanya Rainwater, ESL teachers who are founders of Ellershop, an online store that provides creative products to assist with learning for people of all ages. We're going to discuss how their light bulb moment included three elements, research, patience, and listening to their customers. Elizabeth and Latanya join us from Atlanta, Georgia. Welcome. Hi. Hi. How are you ladies today? We're doing We're great. Doing great. <laughs> Do you know, we got questions from our viewing and listening audience. And the first question that they asked was, what's the family connection between the two of you? Oh, Latanya is my sister. Okay, so that that makes everything in life a lot easier, right? You've got this wonderful connection of when you grew up. How did you both become ESL teachers? Um, well, we went to school. Our doctorate degree is in um, psychology teaching. So what that means is we built like courses for adults in um, kids. So we ended up, uh, we already mentored um, people uh, from all ages. And then we decided like, okay, well, let's get into um, teaching because it wasn't a difficult task for us um, in mentoring kids or anything like that, homework, or we, we was just really good at it. Mm -hmm. And so ESL was a way we wanted, not your typical kind of teaching, something that can have an impact. Um, and so we taught Chinese students that couldn't read right. And so uh, we just wanted to be a blessing towards them and um, helping them in speaking English. So how did you do that? Did you do that online or did you do that locally within your own community? We did that online um, at a uh, center in Florida. Um, it had a, a brand new kids program that they wanted to bring to China itself, um, which was a very difficult task in doing due to the regulations and the different laws that they had, because they really didn't want um, outside teaching in their country. It's either you had to go to them or, or, or it would just been difficult. And it was right. a very difficult process for the center itself to actually have us teach online. I'm sure. Now, Elizabeth, you also you also mentioned in your guest blog that you you did the same similar sort of thing in India. Um. Yes, we 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 had talked to uh, connected with a young lady in Pakistan, and she had asked us to um, teach Bible study. And so um, she was actually teaching this group of kids, but she said that she wanted them to learn English and she also wanted them to learn about God. And so we started putting together some lessons and teaching the kids and um, everyone started to um, kind of grasp um, how we speak English. And we were able to actually ha start having conversations with her family and with the kids and teaching them how to pray. And they were actually able to talk to us in full sentences, whereas before they were speaking in their own language and they couldn't really understand us. But we learned because of being teachers to the Chinese students that, you know, just uh, pace yourself and how you talk to, to um, people that are of a different culture and they'll catch on. And so oh, they amazing. 
They're very that's, that's really wonderful that that you've been able to sort of touch so many people uh, around the world, really, and and help them become better communicators. So, what happened with Eller Shop? I mean, I know it's it's a wonderful online platform. You've developed some great creative tools that can help people of all ages learn, really. So, how did how did you go from teaching online courses to developing the website? Um, well, for, for me and my sister, we had started whenever we were teaching those kids in China, we learned that some of the curriculum was not aligning with all of the children. It worked with some of them, but not all of them. And so we had to kind of tweak a lot of things so that they would understand what they're learning. And from there, we said that, well, I want to create something that they can use outside of that. And that's good for everybody around the world. And so we started making children's stories and um, drawing characters and stuff and putting those together. And then we said, well, we want to do some lessons and make some books. And so me and my sister came together and we started creating um, math books, spelling books and grammar books based on what we taught the kids in China. Oh, fantastic. And so it's visual learning, right? You, you're sort of connecting the dots with visual learning and giving them an opportunity to really have something concrete that they can use if they're, if they're having difficulty grasping the new, new language, right? Yes, and we're we're visual visual uh, learners as well, um, but we was internationally trained. So in in dealing with uh, business and um, teaching, and so we we took that we looked at our students and what they were struggling with and what the center was missing and developing those um, courses. And when it came to the center and teaching our students. We taught anything that was placed in front of us. So we was not one of your typical um, teachers where you had had a chance to review it. It's right. This is what you're doing. And you got to be very good at doing it. Right. So, so we, we picked up what we're very fast learners. So like my sister said, is that we took all of that what was missing with our students and all this mentoring, you know, we, we mentored all the way up to the doctorate degree to keep kids, uh, kids and adults, sorry, older adults um, in school. And, and these are people that was on oxygen tanks and everything, training and working with them and making sure that they stayed in school to um, get out of their program on time. Mm -hmm. So it's, we, we did a lot. Mm -hmm. And so all of that, came together and you know just we just love education we have over five degrees mm -hmm. <laughs> so so you you know you could tell that passion towards educating somebody mm -hmm. and we just want to see them go definitely beyond that textbook and apply it to their lives and be great young women and men out here um, that does something great in this world and make yeah. an impact so one of the things that I think that you both have to have is an awful lot of patience, right? Because, you know, when you're trying to teach someone something and there is a language barrier, patience is definitely a virtue, as you would say. So if for our viewing and listening audience, you know, for those of us, because we live in this instantaneous society, right? We've got all these social media where, you know, you're, you're scrolling through the feed and you're watching videos and our expectation is instantaneous. So if you could give our viewing and listening audience a tip on how can you become a little bit more patient? What are some of the things that we can do ourselves to be a little more patient with each other? 
I, I really think that it's about developing a relationship with, with people around the world and whenever you communicate with them and making sure that they understand what you're saying and that you understand what they're saying because sometimes we misunderstand each other. And if you communicate with people, you can understand how they're feeling and what they're going through. And then you'll both be able to come together and be able to have a good communication and a good relationship. Um, I, I, I learned personally with, with my sister and talking with people, people around the world is that, you know, you have to have you have to have patience and you also have to know how to communicate with people, even if they don't know how to speak your language. You have to find some way to connect with them. And once you find that one thing that you can connect with people with, then that's going to build a bigger relationship. Yeah, it's exactly what uh, Elizabeth said. You know, we we're, uh, we have um, another Instagram and that inter um, Instagram is dedicated to um our ministry. our ministry and you know uh we talk to people all over the world they they're writing prayers uh writing in for prayers uh from us uh we're sharing our testimony which is a lot uh we had a long journey um but we we're sharing and educating those that want to go to school still and it's kind of like my sister said patience is is definitely the key you know we've seen thousands of kids probably like 40 a week or more and um in dealing with those kids <laughs> different personalities mm -hmm. and you know we got youtubers they want to be youtubers rappers and everything and just finding that one thing that they're very passionate about and kind of incorporating it in the lesson you know because I tell you, when you're dealing with culture, uh, it, it can be a very difficult thing, especially when you're you're not aware of that culture. Mm -hmm. You don't speak their language, and you know they can become easily offended. They can be aggressive, mm -hmm. and you know we experience all kinds of things. But you still got to show that love and be very patient and find that one thing that mm -hmm. um, connects them next mm -hmm. yeah so listening i would assume is there is another really good skill that that we have to hone you know when you sort of communicate patience and listening skills it gives you probably an opportunity to make that really meaningful connection right yes. and so when and when we're online i mean look at here we are you know i'm just west of toronto you're in atlanta georgia and we're making a connection online and the fact that we can see each other and read the body language and the facial expressions and stuff like that helps us connect, right? Yes. yes. You, you, you are totally right. That body language. Yeah. You, <laughs> um, they are, they were times where the internet didn't work or the camera didn't mm -hmm. work. And so they started to type and mm -hmm. you, you know, with typing of any sort, you can't read anybody you can't see anything and that was a very difficult task mm -hmm. but uh body language is very diff uh very important me and my mm -hmm. sister we like i said we have over five degrees and one of those degrees is in um um family therapy and you know we've been trained to study somebody's behavior their body language and listening skills so you know i see all that came in teacher <laughs> to dealing with people of all kinds, including our, our culture. It's yeah. not just, you know, overseas, yeah. you know, culture is 
everywhere. Yeah, they, yeah, they, for they sure. And we definitely had to apply it to um to ministry as well and, and going out to different places and and that's why we uh built that built our um shop is so that we could continue to reach people and to continue to connect through social media and so that everyone could see the things that we're building and you know just to support um the, just to support our ministry and to support what we're working towards because mm -hmm. um, um what we do is with the um with the proceeds that we get we use it to go out here and continue our ministry and go for mission work um we're connecting, we're starting to connect with other ministries outside of our own and doing uh, mission works. And that takes uh, financial support and um, just um, encouragement. For sure. And so it's definitely, it's definitely a hard thing, but we know that what we do is worth it. And we also know that what we, what we offer is great, great tools out here. So we really want, want people to take a look at what we have and show support and just reach out. You know, what's really important. And I really love the, the, you know, the things that you're sharing with our viewing and listening audience, you know, the fact that I think we also are very resilient um, when we, we have a passion about something and we really want to help share and support others. Um, you know, we attract like-minded people, right? And then that our networks grow because we try to support each other and increase our visibility. So one of the things that we do in uh, the guest blog is we ask folks to share three words of advice. And you had some great words of advice, but one of the things that I thought was really interesting because you're helping people grow and move outside their comfort zone is to support small business. So tell us how that's important to the two of you as we wrap up our conversation today. Um, so supporting small businesses are, are very important. It's very difficult, you know, and starting starting a business mm -hmm. and and trying to help it grow. Mm -hmm. You know, I think if we, you know, start connecting more with small businesses, like bigger businesses, and kind of like almost like um, mentoring them, mm -hmm. and what they did, mm -hmm. and you know that could be a blessing to small businesses because mm -hmm. it is a struggle because it takes time. Yeah. to build something it yep. takes time to connect with people online and you don't you know, know what proper tools and everything yep. to use right. to reach people and to get sales or to to who to connect with who to talk yep. to so you're yep. looking all over the place and you're spending money in the wrong area and all kinds of things that's right that's very true well i really want to thank the two of you for giving us an opportunity to um, you know, see what you're what you're passionate about and how you've been able to make some wonderful connections internationally just by education, really, and having a passion for helping people grow outside their comfort zone. So congratulations to both of you for all the wonderful work that you're doing. And I really must admit, I'm very blessed to be able to share your story on our platform because I think it's really important that we help each other make meaningful connections. So thank you very much for joining me today. Thank you. We appreciate the opportunity. To you, our viewing and listening audience, I'd like to thank you for joining us in this edition of Keeping It Real, where we introduce you to the people behind the logo. I'm Trish Tonai, founder and host for the series. And if you're interested in sharing your business story, visit our website at shareyourstories.online. Thanks again for joining us. And we look forward to meeting you next time when we share another great idea.